Welcome, everybody, to nwczradio.com, Channel 1's Down the Rabbit Hole. My name is Big D. This is the Midweek Edition. Thank you so much for being here and listening. We have a current edition for our subject today, something that's going on right now. And I did get an email about this a few days ago, and I'd already been working on the topic, so it coincides, and this is going to be great. What we're going to talk about today is WorldCoin, this rollout by Sam Altman. And if you don't know who Sam Altman is, we'll go into all of it, but he's the one who basically started and created OpenAI, artificial intelligence. And he has rolled out through his side business called Tools for Humanity, this world coin. It's a digital ID. And we will get into all the details on that, what it is, what it does, what their intentions are, how it got here, and where it's going, and how to avoid it. So before we get into it, just remind you, you can reach out to us at downtherh at protonmail.com, downtherh at protonmail.com. So WorldCoin is this digital ID that looks like it has landed from outer space. It's an eye scan into this metallic orb to take all of your biometrics. That's it, basically, in a nutshell. But let's break it down. Because Sam Altman, who was a dropout, much like Bill Gates, a very smart guy, and I will show you that he has ties to the World Economic Forum, to the Bilderberg Group, and all the usual suspects. He is the brain and the man behind this. What they want to do is scan your eyeball and use all of your biometrics, basically turning your life into a scene straight out of the Minority Report. If you've ever seen the Minority Report, there's a scene where Tom Cruise is walking through it's a lab or, and down the street, and there's all these scanners that are scanning his eye proving that he's human, proving that who he is, and they know exactly where he is. And, and everybody's doing this. Everybody walking around, they're constantly being scanned. And this is basically a combination of kind of a crypto coin, although I'll get into that. It's not really a crypto coin, but that's what they're calling it. Combined with a world ID and universal basic income. So we have all three wrapped into this world coin digital id so in order to really explain it i'm gonna let's just imagine there is an individual we'll just call him joe so we have joe here joe has been invited to download this world app on their phone and that's their term world app that's what it is called you can look it up they have a web page for it and some video promo videos and you can see this orb and they're all excited about it. There's a big article in Fortune magazine explaining the whole thing. There's been it's been covered in time. It's it's covered all over because they had a lot of press upon the release of this thing. Once you download this world app, so Joe downloads the world app on his phone and you go in and you register and it will tell you where the nearest orb is. And I know this sounds very sci-fi, but this is actually, this is true. This is exactly what's happening. 
it's this sort of silver space aged ball with a camera in it. You walk up to it, you look into it, it scans your iris, and it gives the company tools for humanity all of your biometrics. Mind you, this is a company that has ties to the Bilderberg Group, the World Economic Forum. So once the orb verifies that you're a human, so you look into it, it scans your biometrics, it agrees, okay, you are a human. It then gives you a specific ID number, sort of like a social security number, but this is on the world stage. So here in the U.S., we have social security number. You get it when you're young, and you carry it all the way through your life. This is intended to replace that because this is a world system we're moving into, the world ID. And according to this company, Tools for Humanity and Sam Altman, they claim that once they have collected your biometric data and confirmed that you're human, that they then delete that data. So you're going to have to trust, and I'm putting that in quote, trust them on that matter. Once you get your ID and you're all signed up and you confirm that you're a human, they're going to pay you. They're going to pay you for giving them your biometric data in something what they call WLD. And this is a crypto coin. So this is not cryptocurrency as we understand with, say, Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of the other ones, because this is a centralized coin. This is almost like a, this is a world digital dollar. That's what they're hoping it will become. It's not the official world digital dollar, but that is the setup here. True cryptocurrency is a private exchange on a blockchain. And they're using a lot of the same language with, oh, this is on a blockchain, it's a cryptocurrency, it stays in your wallet, we're gonna give you 20 bucks for signing up and so forth. But it's not really because it is centralized and it's attached to your ID number. And they claim that in the future, this is how you're gonna receive this universal basic income through your ID on this app and you can use this money on websites, you can use it on real world things, and all of this for, quote, just being human. That's their words, just being human. So once Joe is locked in to this, the idea is that you can go now to all your social media apps, you can go to all the different websites, and you don't have to type anything in. You just type your world ID in, it's an instant verification, and it will let this website or the app, whether you're on Twitter or Facebook or whatever you're on, it lets them know you're a human. And you can only have one profile or one account per ID number. I'm not on social media, but from what I understand, you can have several accounts on Facebook. You can have several accounts on Twitter. And nobody really knows which one is you or not, or it's a dummy account or whatever. This one, you can only have one. It's already been verified that it is you, that you are human and you can be there. In a roundabout way, it is replacing CAPTCHA. If you've ever had to do CAPTCHA to verify that you're a human, if you use 
a VPN or you go to certain websites and they want you to you know click all the boxes that have sidewalks in it or cars or whatever it is. you've seen captcha and they claim the tools for humanity claims that this is quote a way to maintain your privacy because it's your ID it's your account there's only one and you're the only one who's allowed in so the question then becomes how do they make revenue to be able to pay this universal basic income? According to their own statement, their goal is to sign up all 8 billion people on the planet and all of them have their eyeballs scanned. And once they have all the eyeballs scanned, then this, everyone will have their world ID and the world will be unified and one all in this system, and you will be able to receive then universal basic income. Now, they're a little bit vague on where they're going to get the money for this at this point, but there's been some hints. If you dig deep enough, there's some hints, and I will share those with you. One of them is they believe that they're going to have shared revenue from jobs where robots or AI have replaced humans. So if a robot takes over a warehouse, AI takes over multiple jobs that normally were internet jobs, well, you don't have to pay that AI or you don't have to pay that robot an hourly wage. So any of the revenue, the profit that comes in from the business that has replaced a human with a robot, that difference will be put into this big pot. And then they will distribute it out amongst all the UBI 8 billion members of this world coin. The other clue is that they plan to eventually charge the websites, charge the apps, charge social media sites for this service of proving that you're a human. So they don't have to worry about bots. They don't have to worry about fakes they know immediately that you're a human and they assume that these businesses will be willing to pay for that, pay for that information. I also have to wonder if they won't be selling your biometric data at the same time, even though they claim that they will be deleting it. But you're going to have to trust them on that. And also, if you're on a website or any of the others, they make sure that one person represents one account. In a sense... We'll just call it World Incorporated, who would be a holding company for Tools for Humanity and WorldCoin, whichever business they launch it under. So let's just call it World Incorporated. They would gather all the revenue, and then they would disperse it to the ID holders via what they're calling cryptocurrency, and it's actually not cryptocurrency. It's a digital coin, digital dollar. And then you can spend it on the World app. So essentially, they're centralizing everything, centralizing you as a human, centralizing all your information, centralizing all your biometrics. And if you don't know what biometrics are, that's when they scan your iris, they take all your basically bio information. Some places already have this. If you have any kind of passport or the fast pass at the airport, some of those have where you look in, it reads your eye, and it verifies who you are. So this system is already out there. 
they're just centralizing everything and putting all the information into one place and into one app and into one currency. And at the same time, promising that they're going to eventually pay you. So you basically just for being a human, just for being alive. And oh, hey, by the way, thanks for giving us all your information. We're going to put this money into your account and then you can use it off of our app. You're not going to be able to turn it into cash because they're projecting into the future that there will be no cash. I did see currently there's some instances where people are getting paid 20, 25 bucks for signing up for this thing. And you had the option to flip it over into some Bitcoin or something. And then you can cash it out. But it's a huge process and it's not easy and you lose money along the way. So their point was just leave it here. And eventually you're going to build up a cache of money and then you can use it. But of course, we'll get into that later as to how that's going to be controlled. I think the question here, understanding exactly what they want to do with this, is are their intentions good or are they bad? As I said, we can tie this group, we can tie Sam Altman to the Bilderberg Group and the World Economic Forum. So right off the bat, I'm putting them in the I don't trust you camp. Sam Altman, and if you go to the World Economic Forum and you type in his name, it will come up as one of the young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. And if you go back into some of my older midweek podcasts, I have clips of Klaus Schwab saying that all these young global leaders are being groomed not just to save the world, but eventually to run the world. That's why they're there. That's why they're under the mentorship of Klaus Schwab and those at the World Economic Forum. Also, if you go to the Bilderberg website and go back over the last several Bilderberg meetings, last few years, Sam Altman appears as having attended. If you don't know who the Bilderberg Group is, go back into our podcast. They're a secret group that meets once a year, and they operate under the Chatham House rules or Chatham House rules. You're not allowed to talk about it. No press. It's all the movers and shakers, supposedly, of the world. And it's a pretty nefarious group where they plot out and plan out how they're going to run the world. And he has shown up at this. Other people that... I've seen Sam Altman hanging out with and chatting with is Henry Kissinger, the uh, Secretary of NATO, Alex Borla, the head of Pfizer, Gates, Soros, all the usual suspects. But at the same time, they're saying, hey, this is benevolent. This is good. We have no ill intentions on this. And you just trust us. Just hand us all your data. And yeah, we're going to delete it. We're really into this to help mankind. But let's assume for a moment that Sam Altman is good and that he is altruistic and he wants what's best for society. And, and this is an exercise in his idea of how to best help humanity and to move forward and to solve some problems. When you consolidate this much power and information, it can be easily used against society and easily used to control society. 
whether it's Sam Altman or someone else. Because what we have here all coming together would be social credit score, purchase monitoring, being cut off, being forced to spend on certain things, no options in the free market. You are being told what to buy, when to buy, how to buy, how much you can buy. You can be cut off. Money can disappear. It's not real. It's fake. And it's all in one consolidated position, which is not a position that anybody should want to be in. And eventually, even if it's not Sam Altman, and this is kind of the, this is where I come down with Elon Musk as well. Eventually, Sam Altman will not be in control of this. And eventually, Elon Musk will not be in control of all the Neuralink and all the things he's working on. And you possibly can end up with somebody controlling all of that, controlling the data, controlling WorldCoin, who's a sociopath, a megalomaniac, and has an insatiable lust for power. Do we know anybody on the world stage who's like that? Any names come to mind? Imagine them taking over this if Sam Altman is actually good. A famous quote by Thomas Sowell comes to mind. He once said, there's usually only a limited amount of damage that could be done by dull or stupid people. For creating a truly monumental disaster, you need people with high IQs. And that's what we have here. We have this consolidation of high IQ people who are playing God with the planet and playing God with everyone's lives because they know better. They understand. They're here to save the world. And it's through them and through their means and through their ideas and through their programs and on and on and on it goes. There's also this idea of the marketing of this orb and I find it quite troubling. They began and they have continued to pay people to sign up and scan with this orb. If it's a great product, if it's a wonderful product, if it's a product that people want and like, people will be drawn to it. You do not have to pay people to sign up for or convince them that this is a great thing through money. It reminds me of the quote, if something's free, you're not the customer, you're the product. And that's what's happening here. They're making you the product by offering you this carrot on a stick. And it's not, it's not much, but I'll get into uh, a little bit later where they started with this and how they got to their 2 million people signing up on the first day. It's quite astounding. And in this case, it's not free. And it's not paying you. You're giving up valuable, valuable information. So essentially, they're paying you very, very little for your entire biometric identity. You're handing that over and in some cases for $20 and a promise. And in my opinion, if it was so great, like most great products, people will be lining up to use it and it will sell itself. In some ways, this world coin model is based on a pyramid scheme or I don't know if you remember Groupon. I don't even know if that's around anymore, but Groupon was where you would go in and you would get deals on 
all kind of things, tickets, food, restaurants, and so forth. But like on Groupon, in order to get that specific deal on a product, you had to basically convince all your friends, you had to get them all to buy in on that deal in order to get the deal. Like you couldn't just singularly go in and get that price. It had to be multiple people agreeing to buy it and then they would release it at that. I think it changed later on, but initially that was the idea of Groupon and that's kind of what's going on here. With this orb, the more that sign up for it, according to them, quote, the more money is distributed. And I say money, but it's not really money. If only 2 million, which was the first day sign up, it's 2 million people signed up, then less money is going to be doled out. So you need to recruit. So it's on you. You need to go tell your friends, and then they need to tell their friends, and they need to tell their friends, and everybody needs to run down, look in the orb, sign up. It's a peer pressure networking pyramid scheme, in my opinion. So how did this all come about? Well, if you look at Crunchbase News, and this was May 25th, 2023, says, World Developer Tools for Humanity, co-founded by OpenAI's Sam Altman, has raised $115 million, led by blockchain capital. This San Francisco-based startup is building tools in support of WorldCoin. The World ID platform is attempting to create unique digital IDs based on blockchain technology for people to scan their eyes. We've talked all about that. But the interesting thing is you go in to how did he raise this? Did he just take it out of his account? from all the money that he raised with OpenAI? No. If you look down through the companies, it is all the usual suspects. I'm not going to name them, but you know who I'm talking about. It's all the people you would expect to be throwing money into this project because they're hoping for a return. According to this article, they're looking to raise about $3 billion and course they're a little behind on that but they're on their way so they decided to launch it anyway even though they're behind a little bit on their fundraising according to fortune magazine it says what is the orb and what does it do the orb is a shiny and about the size of a large grapefruit it was built with the help of top apple designer worldcoin has made around 1500 of these devices and building more the orb has one purpose, to scan and record your iris. It then converts the biometric image into an impenetrable string of numbers, which WorldCoin refers to as an iris code. When combined with an algorithm, the code verifies you're a unique human and confirms that via an app on your phone. WorldCoin is offering the orb service in 35 cities around the world, and the two places in the U.S. currently that you could do this is Miami and New York. They're also in the middle of a tour that will bring the device to start a series of pop-up sites. According to this, WorldCoin is owned by a parent company called Tools for Humanity that wants to bring blockchain-based digital identity tools to everyone. The premise is that in a world dominated by bots and artificial intelligence, it will become hard to tell who's real and who's a machine. Also, according to Fortune, at the end of the article, it says, should I sign up? Is it safe? And they say, that's up to you. WorldCoin claims the orb is designed so no one, not even the company itself, is able to identify you thanks to an advanced privacy technology called zero-knowledge proofs. 
begs the question, though, if they don't know you're a real person, how does the machine know you're a real person? Who's, who's holding the data? Who's making the decision? goes on, while this technology is considered effective by privacy experts, critics have warned it's dangerous to give your biometric data to a private company, and some say don't trust WorldCoin to act responsibly. So I looked into a little bit of that to see, well, how safe is your data with WorldCoin? And according to Business World, WorldCoin's data breaches raise serious alarm bells. Multiple operators using WorldOrb devices for iris scan authentication have fallen prey to hackers who install malicious software capable of stealing passwords. Such unauthorized breaches allow attackers to gain complete control over its operator's dashboard, potentially leaving users' personal data vulnerable. Also, WorldCoin's system has recently come under attack by malware that threatens both individuals and institutions alike. A surge in cyber attacks targeting WorldCoin has sent shockwaves through international communities, governments, as well as their constituents, and they remain deeply alarmed over this threat. According to this article, WorldCoin's design raises red flags among privacy enthusiasts due to its centralized structure that grants one authority control of transactions, leaving itself open for manipulation, censorship, or manipulation by third parties. Moreover, WorldCoin operates without transparency, which raises more questions as to its true intentions or any possible opportunities for abuse or exploitation of the user's account. Their goal this year is to have 1 billion people signed up. Currently, this orb is in 24 countries. Of those, 14 are developing nations, according to the World Bank. See, the World Bank is involved. Take a note of that. Eight are located in Africa. Several are in India. According to this article in Technology Review, new users currently earn at least $15 worth of WorldCoin for submitting the biometric scan and $5 more when they log into their WorldCoin wallet, though the total amount available has since changed to $25 for later re recruits. Some users receive the sum all at once. For other, it vests at a rate of $250 per week. According to this article, WorldCoin is not a stable coin, and since the currency has not yet launched, the company, quote, does not yet know how many WLD tokens would be equivalent to a U.S. dollar $20 bill. According to this article, to understand users' incentives, some people were given the option to receive $20 worth of Bitcoin instead, effectively allowing them to cash out. WorldCoin said that it found its, quote, most engaged users elected to hold on to their WLD, though most of our interviewees said the opposite, according to MIT Technology Review. NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden put this in a tweet thread, quote, don't catalog eyeballs, don't use biometrics for anti-fraud, in fact, don't use biometrics for anything. The human body is not a ticket punch. According to this article, when operations began in Sudan last March, the operators found it hard to, quote, explain the concept of digital currencies to people who don't even have emails. So, again, we have these elites targeting nations that don't even know what's going on. They see these nations like India, the continent of Africa, and all the nations down there, and all these, quote, backwater poor countries as their playground, their testing ground. Also, more recently, in roughly 20 villages in West Java, 
that hosted recruitment events, many new users were attracted by giveaways. It was held during the pandemic where the government usually handed out social assistance packages. And according to one of the people who signed up for it, she said, I couldn't refuse the money. They were also giving out coffee and cigarettes. According to MIT Technology Review, person they interviewed with the WorldCoin team said, quote, we don't pay the village, but we have an operational fund for people who've helped us assemble the public in the field. According to a lot of people who were sent out with these orbs, they often mention how little information they received from WorldCoin representatives who recruited them, even if they were made acutely aware that their payment was tied to the number of people that they could sign up. One of the people who they recruited to go around in Kenya, he said, quote, he wished that he had received a brief training or basics about WorldCoin. Instead, the only instruction that he got was to bring more people in and get yourself some money. The rest was up to my social marketing skills. And so he did the best he could. And he signed up between 150 and 200 people at about 44 U.S. cents per scan. And this, this is how they're doing it. They're in Nairobi. You can just go down the list. Chile. This is where they have started it. This is where they tested it out. This is where they worked all the bugs out. And this is where they solidified this plan. And then there's also the taxes. How do you deal with the taxes? And the GDPR, which applies outside of Europe. And WorldCoin is having a tough time with that. In their data consent form, they say, we, WorldCoin, voluntarily comply with the GDPR as a matter of policy. We have not adopted a board-approved data privacy and security policy describing the means and the methods by which we plan to protect your data to meet the standards prevalent with the GDPR. There's a possibility that our policies and procedures will not be sufficient to meet the GDPR requirements. It may be more difficult to assert your privacy rights in the court of the United States if we do not comply. Referring to the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation. And the GDPR requires that data subjects be fully informed about why their data is collected, how it will be used, who will be processing it, and where it will be transferred, and how they can erase it and how they can stop its processing. Failing to sufficiently safeguard data can lead up to fines of up to 4% of global revenue or 20 million euros, depending upon the severity of the infraction. So WorldCoin is having problems with taxes. They're having problems with the GDPR. They're being accused of manipulation. And on and on it goes. So the launch of it, if you watch their video, their promo videos, everybody's excited. Everybody's happy, and everyone's looking forward to it. They have a slick little video that shows how the UBI is going to work, and not to worry, because you're, you're going to get paid just to be a human. And of course, this is safe. This is how it's always sold. This is easy, it's safe, it's efficient, and oh, by the way, we're going to pay you a little bit now, and then down the road, there's potential for much, much more. All for being a human and participating in this program. So the way to fight back on this is obviously don't do it. Don't get your iris scanned. Don't open a, an account with this crew. Don't download the app. Just don't even participate. But what we have here is what I call floating a balloon. We have seen this coming. 
people call you conspiracy theorists and they say that you're out of, off your rocker and you don't know what you're talking about. We've been talking about these things for years, for decades. And every time it moves forward another step, you hear the same thing. Wow, I didn't see this coming. Well, that's, that's crazy. I would never do that. Yes, correct. You probably wouldn't. And I don't think a lot of people in, I'll just say, free thinking countries are not going to do it, which is why they test it out down in these other countries who, and there's no knock on them, but they're not up to speed on what is a cryptocurrency or a world coin or biometric data. They, have, they don't even have emails, a lot of these people, according to the articles. And again, that's no knock on them. But you notice they didn't roll that out in, say, Texas, Oklahoma, Toronto, Vancouver. I mean, you could go down the list because most people would see it for what it is. And what it is is a setup. This is getting you used to the idea that this is coming. This is being thrown out there to see the reception, to monitor, to gauge who signed up. Who didn't? Why didn't they sign up? Where did we missed up on this? How did we correct it? And the next time, it may not be voluntary. In fact, there's going to come a time when it's not. There's going to come a time when this system will roll out and it will not be, hey, come down and get paid or, hey, this is for your own good or, hey, this is for protection or this is going to make life so easy on you. No, it's going to be mandatory if you want to continue on in the world system. That's what's coming. And this is just a glimpse into it because I don't think this is going to work. I think this is going to eventually fold or get rolled up into the next system. This is just laying the groundwork and I hope you see that and I hope you see what they're after and I hope you understand what they're doing with this centralizing all of your life and handing it over to somebody else what you do what you read what you buy what websites you go on to what apps you have where you go what you drive what you look at what you're watching on, name the channel. It will all be monitored and it will all be available to them. They're going to be watching. Now, I don't personally believe that there's going to be a person assigned to you who's going to monitor your every move, but this will all be done through AI. And you can see the conversion here. All they have to do is set up programs and algorithms that runs itself. And so if you're at the store and you're buying too much meat, it'll just cut you off. If you are in the middle of summer and it's too hot and you have your air conditioning on too much, they'll, they'll go in and change the temperature on you. Been using too much water, you've been watching too much TV, you're on sites that they don't like, they will block things. It's pretty apparent how this is all going. And so... Do I think this WorldCoin and Sam Altman is, as some people would say, oh, this is the beast system. This is the mark of the beast. Here it is. It's right before our eyes. No, I don't think this is, but I think it's the next step. 
I think it's part of it in the sense that it's laying the groundwork. It's, exp- it's showing in real time what is coming. And they are kind of like with COVID. COVID was a big test. I call it the great conditioning. Who wore masks? Who got vaccinated? Who followed the, the rules? Who obeyed? Who didn't? All that data was being collected. Who quit their job? Who participated in getting multiple booster shots? And on and on and on. It was all a conditioning And it was all a huge data collection. And that's what this is. This is a trial run. They're going to see how it's accepted. And they're going to collect that data. And then the next time out, they will push even harder. They'll make more incentives. And there's going to be people who, ah, it's not that big a deal. Join in. You'll still have your people, your groups that say, nope, we're not interested. And eventually at some point, it will be mandated that you join into that system, which will look a lot like this. But you will be required to join it if you want to continue on. So it's interesting to see this happen. It's amazing to be alive during this time and see these things in real time. Watch them roll out. Watch how they try to sell it. Watch how they manipulate the masses, the propaganda that they use to try to convince everybody. And when that doesn't work, at some point, it will be forced. Write it down, mark it, whatever you want to do, put it on your calendar. I said it. This will eventually be a requirement. So I'm curious to see how it, how it goes forward. There's no way they're going to get everybody on the planet signed up. In fact, I think At some point, they're going to peak out, it'll drop off, and it will eventually just be down to the hardcore people who are really, really into it. And I think they know that. I think that's why they did this, in my opinion. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. That's our deep dive today. I explained it right because... If somebody shows up, if this one's pretty easy. If somebody shows up and says, hey, look into this orb and then download this app, just say no. Say no, thank you. I'm not interested and just walk away. This time it is that easy. So it's good practice for the next time when they put a little more pressure on you or when they make it a little more inviting. This is a good practice time to just say no when it comes to that. All right, we'll be back on Sunday. Brandon and I will be here. I'm looking forward to that. Hope you have a great rest of the week. And in the meantime, email us down the rh at protonmail.com. Down the rh at protonmail.com. Send me your thoughts on WorldCoin. Would you sign up? Would you not? Do you agree with me? Do you think I'm missing something? I'm open to all conversations. And a big thanks to all of our carriers and all the stations that broadcast our show. I'm Big D, and I'm out of here.